0: Hello, welcome to Arcade the Couch, the best place to show your friends. Get your gaming goodness every Monday. My name's Dylan Black. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley.
1: Hey Dylan, excited to be here. It's been a big weekend news. Fortunately, none of it gaming related.
0: That's, uh, yeah. I was like, what? Uh, uh, I gotcha. I'll see what yeah, you're putting down. Yeah. See so, so what you're hinting at then. Hey For Dylan. a hot second,
1: I nearly forgot. Dylan, I'm excited yeah. to be here, but I have to tell you, this is my new face. I mm. don't know if you recognize me. It's Ashley.
0: <laughs> i'm <laughs> hey Dylan, excited to
1: be here uh excited oh. to announce that we didn't get an xbox series x same to us no, that's true that's true that's all the jokes i had for the switch
0: all one of those lights fancy lights that you that
2: shows of the size, the size of yeah
0: it. size ooh, ooh, love love those uh i'll see you care imagine.
2: I'm, I'm here again thanks thanks Dylan for doing that again because actually ashley, actually ashley, ashley, all over the place yeah, but it's, it's fine i've learned that i have to re- i have to you know give ashley a chance to say his bullshit hot takes <laughs> and everything because it's his right to have an opinion, no yeah. matter how wrong it is. It's just his right to have it.
0: That's what they say. Now, who watched the debate? Now, <laughs> <laughs> it was really no, it weird when mean. Trump went off about <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation.
1: Man, he when- let like, this out like
0: <laughs> we've been waiting oh yeah Find out more information about these consoles now—they're a month away, and we know nothing. <laughs> Fake news, fake, fake news, news. <laughs> fake news. Well, fake everybody, news, honestly,
2: today, I think we're going to have to shut down PlayStation unless they give us some news about yeah. the new console. I like
0: how your Trump impression isn't very No, It's just I'm like typical American accent. Xbox it all, you know is going to be the greatest place,
1: a, a console yeah. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. American. <laughs> Great.
2: Oh, God.
1: We're going to build a digital <laughs> wall to keep those Japanese out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: PlayStation loves me. PlayStation thinks I'm the best. They love me. I'm a good gamer. <laughs> best gamer you've My ever game seen. scores over 10,000. Best gamer you've ever seen in the White House. Best gamer, that's me. They love me.
2: All this me. shows is that both <laughs> of you have paid way more attention to Trump and anything he's done in, his, in, in all compared to me. just 9
1: no. <sighs> just informed yeah. citizens, apparently. Informed
2: citizens of another country, sure. Yeah. I...
0: It's Only the,
1: the well, leader of the free world, apparently.
0: Yeah. Mm. Every, it, I mean, we'll move on from this in a second, but I, <laughs> my hot take is they always like to go. Greatest country, most powerful country in the world, but then the second any other country is like, your president's fucked. They go, stay out of our fucking business. <laughs> 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 we're not the greatest anymore. We're a little country that you should not be worried about. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it really changes very quickly, depending on what the... Yeah, anyway. All right, gaming. Uh, on this... Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about... We got, we got a few news stories. There's not really that much news to be talked about this week. Mostly, we're going to be talking about a couple games. So... Of course, Star Wars, Squadrons, Crash Bandicoot 4, and then I've got like a... We'll talk a little bit about Genshin Impact because that kind of blew up. Uh, But let's start with Star Wars, Squadrons, which me and Ash have been playing. And as we're talking about it now, we're hoping by the end of this, uh, Kieran will have major FOMO and (laughs) decide that he needs to get the game. And I feel like we have a precedent set for this because it happens (laughs) quite often. So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ash, let's go over you first. Uh, how much, let's start with the single player. Let's just discuss that first and then we'll, we'll round back to the, the multiplayer. So how are you feeling about playing the single player aspect of Star Wars Squadrons?
1: I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's not super extensive or like cutscene heavy or action packed or anything. It's pretty, it, I think we discussed, we talked about this last night. It feels like this was built to be a VR game. But then they realized that there wasn't a big enough market for it. And they just threw it onto general, just made it available for everybody. Because hmm. it definitely has that layout look of a VR game. Uh, it doesn't, again, doesn't have very much cutscenes. scenes. Uh, all the story is told through either, like, interacting with the characters and then, like, going on a, like, di- y- yeah, just a bunch oh, of dialogue.
0: Uh- I'll say that to clarify, you you don't mean when you're actually playing the game. We're talking about the in between missions, missions yeah. where they're 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 giving you the story, which is you you basically click around a room to interact with characters yeah. or move between like the hangar room and yes. this sort of thing. And it feels in-between like in between missions, it's
1: pl- a point and click adventure.
0: Yeah, and obviously when you're playing it with a VR headset on, that's that kind of blink movement system that has been implemented by a lot of games, but when you're playing it non-VR, it's just like, this feels kind of weird, weird, but yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. I don't know. The story is not doing much for me at the moment. Uh, I think I'm only like three or so missions in. uh, So it's still early days. Um, But I mean, it's Star Wars. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As for the actual combat, I mean, it's fine. I'm not like a massive flight sim person, as discussed previously on this podcast with my jokes about uh other flight sims. Uh but yeah, it's enjoyable enough and uh I think they've worked out a system that makes sense for this, at least on a controller, to fly your TIE fighter or your X Wing around and shoot people and that kind of stuff. Uh there's some sort of strategy involved as well. It's not just uh skill based entirely. Uh there's uh with your diverting all your energy into your shields or your blasters or your engine uh to either go super fast or do more damage or improve your shields and that kind of thing at what time and uh the ability to make sh- quick turns do you the decisions you make on well not in the single player but more on the multiplayer of what what lay what uh load out for your ships and that kind of thing and what certain aspects you prefer over other things uh factors in and that kind of thing so yeah i'm enjoying it so far but it's not like amazing i don't think what about you, Dylan? Uh
0: Yeah, so I'm only a couple of missions into the, the single player. It's I think it's exactly what I expected it to be. So definitely, definitely not disappointed. It's a, it's just a, it's a Star Wars story. It, it, like this was a budget Star Wars title. I think from the, the get go, we all knew that the story wasn't going to be a um, blockbuster. Mime. Like it wasn't going to be Jedi Fallen Order no. uh, level of attempting of uh, storytelling and campaign length and whatnot um i'm enjoying it for seeing characters like like the 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 story opens on the the empire side and ray salone's there and I'm, i'm i'm loving that because she's a major character in the uh the novels and she hasn't made an appearance like i haven't seen her physically physically appear like in any animated things or any like so that was really cool and then we know that Hera's in it as well I haven't I haven't popped into her as well so being able to see Hera show up in this and Wed shows up uh yeah Wed shows up that's really cool so yeah there's there's lots of it, it is that for like Star Wars fans it's like hey like here's especially for the, the hardcore like there's there's references and cool things and whatever else so I'm enjoying that um I'm not expecting anything mind-blowing out of the The campaign but that's fine and a lot of ways the campaign obviously just feels like uh, tutorial tutorial for the multiplayer and the game is mostly it's it's a multiplayer game so yeah let's get into multiplayer so multiplayer there's two modes only uh you've got dogfight which is just how many is it 5v5 it's 5v5 yes yeah yeah so it's 5v5 first First 30 30. kills wins And then the other mode is called fleet battles, which you can't actually play until you reach level five. Um, and these are the game. This is the game's bread and butter, or what they would push as the the game's bread and butter. So it's 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 more of a push and pull um, mode where you have to slowly you have to deplete some of their enemy ships, and then if you get their defenses down, then you go in, you try and take out uh, some of their. Uh, medium-sized ships that are protecting the big star destroyer or whatnot. And eventually you, the aim is to to, to kill the enemy's star destroyer, destroyer. Or if they get on the attack, then you fall back and defend. And uh, that mode has a lot more tactics, I think, involved in it. And if you if you want to – if you was to play with like a five-man squad all on comms, you could probably, I think, play that mode a lot better because it is like if you're on the attacking and someone switches to like a bomber – if you're playing that mode properly, you should really have someone with the bomber going in and then people flying beside that ship, protecting it. Uh, it, it was support crafts or whatever. But of course, if you're just playing with a bunch of randoms, everyone's just doing going absolutely nuts flying everywhere. And you know, I'm just like, well, how are we going to win? you like, you all keep dying. Like, and it, it almost has a, um, wow. where to call me out? It, <laughs> it almost has a MOBA feel to it too, because like, when you die, I think you're out for, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. So if the enemy team squad wipes you, they just get a major push on your tower or whatever. Like, it, it almost has this MOBA feel to it. And there is even, like, minions. There's AI-controlled ships that fly in as waves. And you, yes. it's it's kind of like the first couple of ships you have to destroy, are like, towers, and then the enemy Nexus is the fucking Star Destroyer. Like, it kind of feels like that. And it feels like if you if you don't play in a team and you... um. And you get squad wiped, then you you kind of you just get a major push by the enemy team, and you're like for fuck's yeah. sake. And and the same is like you can't go on the offensive properly if you're not like pushing together. Like if you if you all just go one at a time, ham, you're all just gonna die, and then you're not gonna get anywhere. So, um, but like the, playing the multiplayer is where I think the, this game. It's where the future I, I of the really game intri- is.
1: Hi, it's where the future of the game is actually going to be. Yeah, in What's, a it's, week it's everybody's going to be finished with the single well, player. Well, it's a
2: trend yeah. with these games from EA in terms of their multiplayer Star Wars games. Where same with the Battlefront games, it's always been that the campaign, even though they've started to kind of layer a bit more story on top of it, it's very much just a preparation for multiplayer. Like it's just yeah. literally using that to give you to teach you the ropes so you can jump into the multiplayer afterwards. It's it's never. There's never much more to do with the story of the campaign. There's never there anything mind blowing or really awesome. It's just generally basic kind of map setup so we can teach you how to play. Um yeah. and I don't say I don't say that as an entirely bad thing. I do think part of you part of you is just like, well, what if you had just spent the time you had spent on that just making multiplayer even better? Like adding more maps or adding more ships or adding another game type, because starting with two game types seems a little bit limited. I don't know. It's
0: because it's like, what else do you do? Or like, then you're spreading a player base, I guess. Like,
2: well, reflecting on it, you know, from a Star Wars fan, and you look at this kind of game and you go, well, there's, you know, the authentic feel of what everybody wants from this game going forward, as you saw the trailer for it is, do I actually feel like this is pod racing yet? You know, like, do I really enjoy pod racing like Anakin did? Do you? Well, I don't know. I didn't play. It. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin didn't know what pod racing was, so uh, it's just—is this
0: game know? Um, I think I don't know. It, it, I I will say at the moment the two modes and whatever I think is actually fine. Yeah. Like I don't know, if, and and when it comes to maps, I don't know. If, I don't know if I've seen them all, but at the same time, it's like when you when you're doing a game like this, designing maps is hard. I guess because it's okay. Well, this map it's space but there's an asteroid and this map it's space but there's no asteroid you know what i mean like it's <laughs> it's, it's all it's yeah. it's in space there's not much compared to a battlefront when you're on the ground obviously you can set them in different cities and planets and locales and environments etc 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 um I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying the multiplayer though because I think it's easy to jump in and play this game because understanding. Obviously, it's 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 kind of simple. Where if you're playing with a controller, it is as simple as oh, your right analog stick steers you. Your left analog stick is your changes. You can up or down. That's your throttle. Your throttle. Off you go. Yeah, you've got a shooting. I button, will say, off you
1: go. uh, the ye and your or whatever it's called, like mm. to like do barrel rolls or whatever, is on the same stick as the throttle, and I'm constantly finding myself flipping <laughs> myself over
0: <laughs> oh really yep. i just let go of the throttle when i'm not using it so you just you, if you get used to not uh, having it it goes faster it, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go faster you don't hold it up to go faster once you're <laughs> at you full speed it doesn't go faster um but no i'll say i'd say the interesting thing for this game is it's 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 easy to pick up and play and kind of get a basic idea of what you're doing but i'm enjoying it so much because there is a level of if you get good at this game and you master its its systems there's definitely a lot more here than the, like even the battlefront games have because as ash mentioned it does have this whole system where and i don't think i don't remember seeing any of this in the promotional material or, or they have explained it but you can so when you're flying around your you ship systems are all set to neutral between, like, your shields, your your blasters, uh, or your your speed. And at any time, you can press one of the buttons on the D-pad to put all your energy into, like, your shields, uh, your blasters, or your, your speed. And knowing when to change those is literally, and when and how to uh, decelerate to do sharper turns. That's when this game becomes really exhilarating and makes you feel kind of like a badass at some points like i remember i was trying to outrun someone last night when i was playing and i i i i pressed the button to to um i put everything into my shields because someone was chasing me trying to shoot me so my shields up full and then i was on the map where there's a bunch of asteroids and i as i got around to the back of the asteroid i quickly shut off my this like went to a full stop and did kind of the proper Star Wars thing where I hid behind the asteroid, mm. and then the ship flew past me. And then because I had the the speed, I put the speed one back on and then took off in the opposite direction. So you can do kind of cool things like that where if you know how to outmaneuver and outplay a, uh, opponents. And these are things you couldn't do with the the ship stuff in Battlefront because that game was just as simple as all the ships are just you steer and you shoot. Like there was no yeah there wasn't much depth to the the combat and I suppose if you're going to do a whole game that's just about nothing but ships, you do have to have a a lot more. Um, depth to the system. And my first couple dogfight matches, I got my ass absolutely handed to me. I think I got like one kill and then got like ten deaths or whatever. But then after a couple of matches, I was as I was getting the hang of it better. I remember there was one where I was like, I, I I killed like three or four people in a row. I was like, I'm fucking like when you're doing shit like that, you you feel like a badass. Like if you're like beep, 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 beep. and especially if you outmaneuver someone like really close calls like do a tight corner swing around shoot them you know uh use your your thing to to block some missiles after they're chasing you this sort of stuff i feel like there's a lot of cool things that can happen uh how are you feeling about the the multiplayer then ash because we 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 was win some was losing a lot more but we we played (laughs) for a a few hours last Mm. night
1: (laughs) yeah i'm enjoying it obviously it's a bit more of a challenge against uh actual people than AI. they're a bit more unpredictable and uh, don't fly in a straight line to a certain degree um I mean, it's fun when you're winning, and it's less fun when you're not winning. You know, when it feels yeah. like you're getting thumped, uh, or you're like on a, you're twenty to three kills down in the dog fighting, uh, and it seems like anything you do, you're just constantly getting shot down. It's like a struggle to yeah. get through, but that's just how it is. Um, it doesn't help that there is crossplay in the game, uh, and there doesn't seem to be very strong uh, matchmaking to help place console players not play against PC players who are probably like our own Nicholas Breyer with massive rigs uh, playing in VR with joysticks and uh, throttles and also these magical buttons uh, Mm. who are like doing crazy shit. Yeah.
2: Uh, So VR isn't separated at all in this game? Not that I believe. I haven't tried the VR yet. Okay.
0: No, you can just, it's VR is just, it's all together. Yep, fair Do what right. you want. Play however you want. Do what you want. It's 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 kind of crazy. And I I haven't tried VR yet either. But yeah, it's we'll be the sure whole to game carry VR and yeah. Um, but I agree. The crossplay thing's kind of annoying because there there was definitely one match where someone was on the opposite team. It was like 13-0 very quickly, and they were a PC player and just I don't know if they were playing with a controller on their PC. They they were absolutely insane, but it definitely felt like. They were maneuvering in a way that just felt next level, and felt like they had to yep. have been using a, a joystick setup of, of of some kind. So that that kind of is the this is the this is the the negative side to crossplay for everything. though. No, that that's always going to come up when we have crossplay in any of these games. Mm. Like even even when we have crossplay with first person shooters, people are going to be like, "Well, this person's like mouse and keyboard, so fuck them." You know, like there's always. But I guess with. First, versus shooters, you can at least say that generally
2: console has some kind of aim assist or some kind of um, system that helps kind of close that gap a little bit. Does it feel like Squadron has that kind of system inbuilt into it or not really?
0: Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Like it feels, just feels like some people are got a lot more freedom or pull on the yeah. way they're aiming and then. I'll be fucking missing it. (laughs) Yeah. Horribly. You know, it's like.
2: Yeah.
1: There's some other like matchmaking issues and that kind of thing. Um, If someone drops out, obviously they get punished, but people in the game, like it's a huge disadvantage, especially in like the fleet battles. If you're, some people drop out and that kind of thing, it's like three to five. You've got like almost no chance of getting any result from that. Um, And then the other, we played, we tried to start a match, but then the timer, like, bugged out so like we were stuck <laughs> sitting in the lobby for like 10 minutes before we quit out because there was no way for the match to advance unless somebody <laughs> accepted but it doesn't look, look like maybe they bugged out or they hadn't realized they needed to mm. there was no instant nothing to tell them to <laughs> start the mission so yeah that was frustrating
0: yeah um I guess the other thing that I've seen a lot of people bring up is obviously everyone was looking to compare this to the old uh, X Wing games on PC yeah. and that sort of thing. I think this is, for the, those people seeking that type of game, this isn't exactly that, but this is as good as you're ever probably going to get. I feel like this game is a nice, like, even ground between being super simi. Like, it's got, like, enough in there for people to want to master if they want to get really good at it. But then it's also not super unaccessible for people who just want to play a Star Wars X-Wing game. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it meets in the middle by having that easy-to-pick-up-play but hard-to-master skill gap type thing. So, and I know that, like, one of the the Star Wars YouTubers that I, I, I watch and follow on YouTube... Uh, I just called him YouTuber and stuff. Anyway, um, Star Wars, Explo- he, he was streaming the game for like 12 hours or something the other day, so, so, something crazy. Like And he was in full just costume, like full helmet on and everything. He was just streaming for 12 hours. And he, he was tweeting about it saying how it, he, he's absolutely in love with this game, can't get enough of it. And he was just playing match after match after match. So for, for people who are, you know, super hardcore Star Wars fans, especially, I'd say – Especially those who are more interested in the 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 army or flight, you know, side of Star Wars more so than the just the the lightsabers, cool force stuff. They're going to get way more of a kick out of this, I guess, than people who just like cool Jedi shit because this game is no cool Jedi shit. It's just mm-hmm. the the ship shit. Um, I'm keen to keep playing though, Ash. How, how are you feeling at the moment? Because I, I, I'm like i'm quite happy to keep playing i'm not bored of it yet i i want to get keep doing my rank placement matches try and get better at it like i definitely i'm not i'm not feeling like oh i've I've had my fill very fast fuck this game like how are you feeling about it no yeah
1: i'm keen to like finish the story mode i'm not like rushing it like i'll probably play like a mission every other night or something like that like um yeah i mean it's it's a good filler sort of game until next gen consoles and then we'll see what happens from there (laughs) Until some other big release comes out, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. And until Watch Dogs, you mean? Because that's and probably the next game you care about. <laughs> yeah, probably Watch, yeah, watch Dogs. That's like the
2: we- next biggest one, isn't it? Like, that's really the only...
0: Until console so.
2: launches. Pretty similar. much, I
0: think, yeah. yeah. I think there's something in the middle of the month that I'm probably forgetting about, but... Other than that, I think Watch Dogs is the next big thing, yeah. Which is kind of annoying, because Crash and... Fucking Star Wars just released on the same day. I'm like, couldn't you just spread it out, like, by a week, or so- <laughs> a week or something, you know? Make October feel a bit bigger than it is, but nonetheless. Um, Talking about Crash. So Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, released. Uh, I am honestly surprised that this game is as good as it is. I expected it to be okay, but I, I wasn't letting my excitement get the better of me because any crash game they did after the original three was always bad. Like and it, it's so funny that they actually just call this one number four because of course the the sequel to three uh Crash Band and I can't even remember what it was called now. In San Ins- No something. Anyway, it was a PS2 game. It was it was bad. It was like it was like they tried to make it a 3D Mario but crash and whatever. Anyway it was bad. Mm. Um And all the ones I made after that were were bad as well. So I think the reason this one works is because it is classic Crash. And by that, I mean it's that combination of 3D Crash levels where you're like platforming going forward or like platforming where you're going sideways. So it's a combination of of both, which is what all the original games had. Um, And it's just prettier, runs better than ever has all the humor um and it doesn't have any of the issues that the, the insane trilogy showed which was you know kind of stiff controls that they even though they tried to fix slightly they they still couldn't make better um and i think that the number one thing i think that makes this game feel so good and i had to look it up after i was playing it first i was like is this game running like at a higher frame rate than the last ones and i looked it up and it does and i could i could feel it as i was playing it like because it felt really smooth and good and a lot better than even the the insane trilogy did because all of those games ran capped at 30 which obviously they they wouldn't have run any better than that back in the day but that still made them feel kind of stiff or whatever and that, that obviously didn't help and then I played this one for like an hour, and I was like, "This thing, this thing just feels so smooth." Just I was making the platforming. I wouldn't say feels easier because it's, it's still quite a hard game, but just you know, playing a platforming game at sixty frames per second makes you a have huge more difference.
2: frames to to yeah. adjust midair or to make decisions yeah. with. Like, it's and you can it, just feel it
0: as you're playing it. You're like, "This feels good. This feels how platforming games should be played. Like, platformers should be sixty frames per second. Anything that's coming out these days. And the reason is this." Um, but no, the game is really, really pretty. I it it only is 1080 though, even on PS4 Pro. Like they don't have 4K textures or anything, which is kind of weird. But oh, um, no pleasing people. It, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. We don't all, you know, have TV. <laughs> Where's the ray tracing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, actually. Where is the ray tracing? <laughs> um, but the, the the I would say in comparison to the the original trilogy, this game feels a lot more like crash bandicoot one and a little bits two more so than three and by that i mean three i think three is the easiest of the 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 original trilogy and it was also the one i enjoyed the most as a kid because it was the only one i think i managed to get 106 percent on or whatever because it kind of was the easiest this game i haven't got to the end of it yet and all i hear is people saying how hard it gets at the end even about halfway through this game is still pretty hard um and it, it definitely lends itself more to the the difficulty level of the first Crash Bandicoot game it's got a lot more tricky uh platforming sequences um a lot more of the jumping on boxes fucking bonus level shit that you had from the the original ones um it's got the like jet the what do you call it like yeah the jet ski type stuff from Crash Bandicoot 2 like those return it's got some of the on rails segments but i think that what this game helps that the the third one had which was they'll give you an entire level where the entire level is just riding coco's tiger or crush bandicoot 2 had levels where the entire level was just the the polar bear this game breaks everything up so it's like half the level will be normal and then you'll do the end segment is running away from the the boulder instead of mm-hmm. it being the, the whole majority thing. of the the level so it kind of breaks up and helps put the those things in different parts yeah um i'm playing the game on i can't remember the name of it Mo- i think they call it modern difficulty which is what they recommend which means that when you you have infinite lives no matter how many times you die you'll always respawn at the last checkpoint box you spun if you play it on classic difficulty if you're a sadist uh that's like t- old school crash where You have to get lives from apples, and then if you run out of lives, it'll boot you all the way back to the (laughs) the very start of level. I'm like, why would I want to play? Like, I don't know why would want to. It's already hard enough. Why would the fuck would I want to make my my life any harder? Um, And then the other thing, how it
1: was when they were kids.
0: No, I'm good. Uh, I don't need that in my life. Don't need my my life at all. Uh, And then the other thing that this game does. Uh, and I've only seen one of the characters so far, but we've known from trailers tra- trailers previously that this game lets you play as like Cortex later at some point and um, Dingodile yeah. was shown up at one point. Uh, so far, I've only played as Tawna. Ta- ta- Tawna? Tawna? I can't remember how you say her name. Anyway, his, his girlfriend, Crash's quote-unquote girlfriend from the, the original Crash Bandicoot game where she'd be like in the bonus levels or whatever, um, she's in this game. Well, it's actually an alternate universe version of her and you get to play as her and she has like a grapple hook and she can like that adds different level to the platform we can't jump and grapple hook to sections or you have to grapple to grab boxes off in the distance and whatever else but the cool thing with that uh with her and what i assume they'll do with the characters later in the game as well is that so after you unlock her and do your first level as her all of a sudden they they then go back to like couple levels earlier and they're like you can now replay this level from a different viewpoint as her to see how she went for that level before crash and coco showed up and like how she actually damaged some shit on her way through so they like got these interconnecting paths with different characters and whatever so i would say like obviously the the story isn't it's typical crash sort of saturday morning cartoon story but it's they're doing some cool things with it I, I know
2: I, I play Crash for the real gritty storyline that yes. makes me feel empty <laughs> and desolate after I finished it and question all of my life choices. This yeah, well, is uh, 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 disappointing to hear. So
0: far, I think someone's died in the game. I'm not sure. It <laughs> <gasps> it's quite shocking. Um, and another thing they do that's different to the old ones is that... so. In the originals, obviously, you had the... If you got all the boxes, you got the box crystal. And then you had the, the normal crystal you got for that level. And then some levels would have, like, bonus color gems that you needed to collect and, and whatnot. And then you had the... In the later ones, they introduced the time trial relics. In this one, they've got even more. that kind of becomes confusing. There's no normal purple crystals in this game. You don't have to collect those. You just have to finish the level. But you get... I think there's up to six silver crystals... In entirety across any of the levels, and you can get up to three of them by collecting enough apples, which basically means trying to get all boxes. One of them you can get for getting all of the boxes. Then there's a hidden one somewhere in the level that you have to find. Uh there's another one awarded if you beat the level with three or less deaths, and then there's also the time trial relics, and then unlocking a certain amount of the crystals gives you skins. And there's a fuck ton of skins in the game. At the moment. That's the only way you can unlock them is by playing the game. That's good. Keep it that way. And we'll fucking... I'm going to say we'll hope to see that's how it stays because Activision previously have patched in fucking uh, perchable cosmetic items to uh, crash uh, team racing. So we'll see how that turns out. But no, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm actually quite um, surprised. How are the
2: new masks mechanics? Uh,
0: So I've only got two out of the four. The first one you get is uh you press r2 or triangle and it lets you basically turn certain platforms uh visible or or not visible which basically means there's platforming sections where you have to like jump quickly press r2 to activate it and then like jump and activate different one and so on and so forth and uh, and that one's pretty cool and then the second one i've got i think is probably going to be the worst because it's kind of it just feels the most I don't know, floaty, literally, which is that you press R two and Crash begins spinning like constantly, and you associate use this power to basically cross huge gaps. So you, you press R two and then you spin and jump, double jump into the air, and Crash will be able to cross huge gaps of water. But it because it's a mechanic built around him just kind of floating in the air, it also means that when you have to land on real tiny fucking platforming sections, it's kind of becomes really annoying to land on and whatever i can see that being the my most hated one at the end i don't i don't think i know what the other two are i know one of them that you like
2: a time travel one right or something like that oh yeah no
0: that's it yeah so the the other two is one's lets you slow down time then not the other one is it's like a let you switch the the gravity or whatever it is so they're they're the two that remain um and the, the other thing so far the boss battles are kind of typical crash boss battles where it's it's pretty simple follow a follow a pattern spin things go on so forth so but yeah I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying um it. it's and i think the other thing that this will prove is i reckon we will see spyro follow this and then we'll see tony hawk follow that because if when if you're now looking at the pattern it is remaster games put them out see if people like them everyone loved crash everyone loved spyro everyone's loved the tony hawk thing and then they've gone cool crashed it amazing everyone loves that make one take everything you learned from that remastering and then make it a new one and i reckon that's what they'll do with spyro next and then that's probably what they'll do with tony hawk next as well because they've they've all sold well they've all been critically received quite well and um it kind of is i guess a little experiment where they're like hey figure out why people love these games like, at, at the core element, but then make a sequel that updates it to a degree, but keeps what people actually loved about it in the, in, in the originals. Fuck, I'd love a new Spyro. I think I'd get more hyped about that. Because I think Spyro, a new Spyro, would probably be better than Crash 4, because, like...
2: Just There's a bit more depth to a new Spyro. Yeah. Like, like... like- Crash is like, oh yeah, cool, Crash, new Crash levels where I'm jumping around, there'll be a vehicle level maybe every now and then, there'll be gimmick levels, whatever, cool, 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 cool. is like a whole new like adventure game. Like It'd be like getting a new Ratchet and Clank, which we are getting. It's like the the same to that. It's like there's yeah, more explore, there's more characters. Like
0: More 3D level. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like kind of, I think a lot more. it'll be a lot more accessible than this is as well because this... As I'm saying, it gets quite hard at times, which is kind of funny because the the as a, the story is like Saturday morning cartoon looks like it's trying to atta- uh, attract kids, but then I'm like, I'm dying, and it's not like twenty times in be, some levels. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there's not like there'd be a way to other than the like removing like the deaths and everything, the, removing like the total of deaths mattering and stuff. There's no way to make that game easier very much. So like, there's no way to like. Make it so jumps are easier or like have a difficulty level for it. It'd just be that's the game. Good luck, kids. I don't know.
1: Keep throwing those. Which so makes less me happy. Accessibility options.
0: Yeah, which it doesn't easy. have, as far as I'm aware. Mm. Okay. Don't know. But yeah, Spyro would be obviously just a lot more accessible than the fucking Crash game, but um, came for that. I wouldn't be surprised if we could say that now. For... No, hold on. Did Spyro come out two years or like a year and a half after the Crash Remaster? A
2: year after the Crash Remaster. Was it a year? Like and a bit.
0: roughly a year and a bit? Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't be yeah, surprised if I think we see Crash Spyro Team
2: Racing came out before Spyro came out, right?
0: No, it was, after, was, or was,
2: oh, okay, it was afterwards. It was Team Racing afterwards? I can't remember. I think
0: it was after. No, it was definitely after. It was definitely after. Surely, 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 surely. Ash is like looking for the answer right now, so I'll, I'll kill time while we we'll find it. I th- but. If they made another. See, I'd be. If the only way that Spyro comes out next is obviously if um, Spyro was being worked on by um, the people that just did the Tony Hawk one. Because obviously the people who just did Crash, Toys for Bob, who just did Crash 4, they're probably not going to smash out a Spyro game in um, the same amount of time. But maybe, I don't know, be interesting. Because that was other things. Like, Vicarious Visions did the Crash trilogy thing, but then. They didn't do the Crush Four. Did you find that?
1: Um, Insane Trilogy came out uh, June twenty
2: seventeen.
1: Spyro came out November twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, so like a year and a bit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. She'll have to have to say.
1: Yep. So we get we get Crash, then we get Spyro, then we get a new Crash team racing,
0: and then Tony Hawk. Then Tony Hawk. Or they get different dev teams. I oh, don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then the last game I I only played a little bit of, but I want to cover its launch because it's been quite interesting to watch. So Genshin Impact released earlier this week. It's a free to play game, but as Eurogamer writes, Genshin Impact has enjoyed the Biggest global launch of a Chinese game ever, according to analysts. The South China Morning Post reports that the free-to-play anime-style adventure, which came out on mobile PC and PlayStation 4 this week, exploded on Twitch with more than 110,000 concurrent viewers and has already made millions on app stores. It's a big project too. Li Wu, uh, co-founder of Shanghai-based developer Miho Yo, is quoted as saying Genshin Impact has a development and marketing budget of more than $100 Genshin Impact has often been compared negatively to Nintendo's masterpiece, uh, masterpiece Breath of the Wild, with some saying it's too similar. But it appears to have shaken off that comparison at launch, and has found Western audiences that clearly enjoying its fantasy adventure. And apparently, it's in the worst for Nintendo Switch. Um, so this is a I don't know if anyone remembers when this game got announced. I think it was during a well, the first time I think we saw it in a Western uh, coverage was during a state of play thing i think yeah
1: sounds familiar
0: yeah and obviously it did look very much like anime breath of the wild it literally has um uh like the you can climb up anything in the game and it comes up with that little circle symbol like the stamina symbol that comes up right above link's head when you play breath of the wild that happens in this game as well um and the the core concept concept of this game is just around exploration and there's monsters to fight and whatever um it's, it's blown up i in a way that i i don't understand why but i I guess this is one of those things you can't really uh judge or fully understand i played uh, uh like half an hour of it just before I did like the the prologue type section or whatever and yeah it's, it's obviously not enough to, to fully judge it on i i would be somewhat into going back to trying it out more I, I, i'm not too sure but it looks it, very good it like it's, it's very pretty good. The the art style is it literally looks like you're playing an anime like at all at all stages not just in the cutscenes but when you're actually playing the game everything is just very colorful and vibrant and you've got these very weirdo fucking characters and yeah, the story yeah. makes absolutely no fucking sense the second you click start game it has like two twins fighting some monster demon thing I don't even know and that then was like, like
1: of, so I played like half an hour. <laughs> Before we started recording, it's like some goddess person. Yeah, and you have to pick yeah.
0: which twin you want to play as and then the opposite yep. twin gets, like, captured or something like that and then yes. you're, you're whisked away to another op- world. But I, it's one of those things where you click start game and then you're like, wait, did I miss the something? Because what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> I mean, and it's fine. it's it's very... And then you got this, like, little... uh character angel thing i don't know what the fuck it is that follows you around like speaks in a uh, third person aspect i can't remember what it calls itself but it'd be it'd be like dylan says this and dylan's gonna look after you because dylan loves you and dylan does it like it's yeah, very Panamon uh or something like that yeah panamons i think that sounds right right about right so um yeah it's also so i started playing the thing the only thing my negative i'd say about it so far my little amount time with it is i i i um downloaded it on pc uh i didn't really look what server it put me on but i was uh, it was on the american server and i was having like 250 ping and that was kind of fucking terrible as you as i think anyone would imagine so i I think i don't know if i have to start the game again on the asian server or, or something i don't know like to get less ping because 250 was fucking disgusting i could feel it the, the entire time i was playing. Um. But yeah, what what what, would you, what, would you, what, would you, what was your thoughts the little time you played of it? Ash? It
1: looks super anime, like crazy anime. Like it looks like, kind of looks like if the uh, Bruce Teeth Project Ruby came to life almost. Yeah, it's it's got that anime style. Um, and it just th- throws stuff at you. Yeah, there's a like no, things. there's like <laughs> a ton of story bits straight at you straight away. Uh, it definitely looks like a free to play game. Even the like menu, like. It, it looks like a mobile game to a certain degree. Uh, it's on like mobile, all so achievements and <laughs> dates and different log in every day, and you get a special reward and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it definitely looks like a Breath of Wild clone to a certain degree. Like even combat uh, is looks very similar uh, from a little bit of played. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's free to get into, so. <laughs> You can't complain too much, but yeah, it's interesting to have seen how widely this blew up. It's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, because not not only was it being streamed on Twitch by a lot of people, uh, but from the reviews that the few reviews I've seen come out for it so far, it's getting lots of like nines and I think even some tens. I've seen yeah, chucked I around. I can't at see it. how that. <laughs> I'm like holy, like, from absolutely. like, yeah i think i saw game Informers before i just opened it cl- scrolled to the bottom i think they gave it like a nine point something as well i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like how, what what is going on people like i see people on twitter being like i can't stop playing this game like i, I wake up I, I, I think about it <laughs> all i want to do is keep playing um and i think that the core drive is just i suppose like you and i probably haven't ha- played enough to to fully grasp it but from what i gather it is that whole just once you once you get an understanding of the systems and whatever you're not really playing it for the story because the story is anime nonsense but you're, you're playing it from that <laughs> that level of just constantly wanting to unlock one more thing or explore a new area and find out more and what have you but definitely been interesting to see this game which i had nothing but negative press when it was shown off during that state of play everyone was like oh my god look at this fucking breath of the wild ripoff look at this breath of the wild ripoff and now it's out and everyone's like you know what it is definitely ripping off some things of breath of the wild but we don't care anymore because look how anime it is and we love it now so it's been interesting have to keep an eye on that one i'm keen to see how people feel about it as time continues to because as you said it has a lot of um it is free to play. It has a lot of uh, gacha boxes type shit in it, like the rewards and whatever. But from what I've gathered, a lot of people are saying it it doesn't even feel as uh, it, it like doesn't even doesn't feel, feel as money-grabby. It doesn't feel Very as money-grabby as like two K games or <laughs> or like EA <laughs> games at, at certain points and whatever. So uh, even though you open the menu and you see those options there, I've seen a lot of people saying that unless you click on it, not really like getting shoved in your face too much which is good to see i suppose uh, which i mean i've had similar like trying out all those um uh drift cart rider drift and all that sort of stuff they have yeah. similar menus set up uh you know daily rewards and whatever and all the very similar structure to the menu system that this have uh where they're like hey sp- spend money but you can play those games and they're not very intrusive with it. Like to, to the degree that I see a lot of Western games that are free to play a lot more intrusive with the, like here, fucking spend money and all this stuff. Cause I, I mean, I was, re- I was reading up about, um, uh, what was the WWE thing? Uh, what the fuck was that called? Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Yeah. Like, I was reading up on how money grabby that game is apparently. And that, that kind of seems disgusting. So, um, you know, they're charging whatever, 70, 80 bucks for that. And then, locking majority of the characters behind uh ridiculously high levels of currency that you can earn in game but is so high that it, it feels like it's kind of forcing a hand a bit to to try and make you want to spend real money to unlock stuff so let's move on to a few bits of new stories now the first three are all just doll in the boxes? I don't know how much time we're going to spend on these, (laughs) but I feel like all of these we've talked about previously, so they'll feel like we should at least update what's going on with them. So firstly, the Verge Ride Cyberpunk 2077 dev breaks promise will force employees to work six days a week. Cyberpunk developer CD Projekt Red has told employees that six-day work weeks will be mandatory ahead of the game's November 19th release date, even though the studio has repeatedly and explicitly promised it would never do that, Blueberg reports. On two separate occasions in 2019, studio co-founder Marcin Winsky that's what i'm going we've told game journalist jason shry how it would address crunch even once even saying that quote we want to be more humane and treat people with respect it seems pretty clear from excerpts like this that mandatory crunch was not going to be a part of it jason in this is the transcript jason if i'm a designer at CG project red and i say you know what i have kids i have a family i'm going to work from 10 a.m to 6 p.m every day and that's it even until the very end am i going to be okay with that and Winsky at the time said yes yes uh blah 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 and then he said he's committed to it while cd project red didn't completely throw crunch time out the window the company was clear that employers would be able to say no in one interview kataki winsky said that the studio would have a quote non-obligatory obligatory fuck me crunch policy meaning that while the company would still ask employees to work overtime it would not be mandatory the words and quotes are his actual words blah blah blah, blah. um so obviously we talked about cd project red crunch several times on here um i don't really have too much to say on this because i to me it's just as simple as well he yeah he he, he said it wasn't going to happen it's happened a lot of people on their twitter have already lit a fire under his ass and i think deserving deservingly so because he he, he put out that statement to and he told jason the thing original is so time
2: like- he at least came out and apologized. Well, not apologized, but it, like, like I don't know. It, it seems, at the end of the day, it fucking sucks. Um, and I believe, and this probably could very well be just CG Predator Bias because of just everything with, my, with what I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. But it seems like they've tried everything else that they can do to try and get the game ready.
0: I mean, they could delay the game. <laughs> like delay it again? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah, because that went well, so well last time they delayed it.
0: The the fact is, right? This is what it boils down to. The the story is they're adding an extended period of crunch. A lot of these people we already know have been in crunch for already months at this point. Not everyone, but there are select people who have already been optional crunching. crunch. Yeah, optional, optional crunch. crunch. Um. And what it comes down to is the fact that, and this is this is clear, video game wide, be it from Naughty Dog to fucking C, uh, CD Projekt Red, like all of these big AAA companies have a really, and I, I don't know if it comes down to how they design games or how they go about it or whatever, but there's there's something that needs to change in how they go about planning and project managing development of games. <laughs>
2: The thing is, as I think I heard, it was Mike Bithell on List and said, no game ever comes out finished. Flat out. Just doesn't happen. Games are always not done when they come out. It just is a thing. Um, and I think in video games, how do you say... Like, I think there's always more that could be done, right? There's always more... That somebody could work on, no matter what. There's always probably a bit they could polish or a bug they could fix or something that's going to come up and they're going to have to fix it. I think coming forward and look, there is planning, but I don't think they can plan for everything.
0: Delete a couple side quests. There's already too many in the fucking game. Well, <laughs> there, there solve some problems. There, delete a couple side quests. fix it up.
1: And then that completely changes the balance of the game, potentially.
0: Yeah, I know. But But then what if... I know. Yeah, then the game is
2: uh, 8, not a 10. What if the side quest isn't the problem? What if it's all a mechanical thing? Yeah. What what is it more glitches and bugs in polish rather than just side quests? Deleting side quests doesn't fix anything, then.
0: there's, There's clear examples of studios out there that manage to never crunch on projects and release their games... And still manage to release continuous patches and whatever after the date without ever crunching. Um, they're few and far between, but they 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 certainly do exist. And a lot of on the scale of this, No, on, the, I scale was of on this. the scale of yeah. Well, I mean, this? if it look, let me let me put it this way: if if I had to pick right now between uh, we don't get triple A games like Cyberpunk anymore. Uh, for an, for for several years so we can figure out how the fuck people can make games without ruining their lives. I will go without cyberpunk and whatever the fuck else. Right? To, to me it's a pretty clear case of um, something needs to change. Full stop. That's my opinion. Like that, that that's as far as it goes. So something needs to change. Because I a, don't any argument is well, the game is more important than this.
2: No, that isn't the that isn't the argument. But what if, like, because the thing is, and I never see this, like, and because it's more because they can't do it because they're in the company and they don't want to. I I don't see devs talk like not devs, but like employees talking about it because I understand if it was fixed, I, they, I disagree a lot completely. Of them
0: like Pardon. while they're working on the game, a lot of them probably can't.
2: I, I, that's but, what I said. Yeah. Like a lot of them can't. But I I the deplorable that is completely out is not getting paid for it, not getting paid for it at all. But I think, or my opinion would be, that paid optional crunch, I don't see an issue with paid optional crunch.
0: I don't, well, yeah, we've gone over this before, and let me clarify. I don't have a problem with uh, the small bit of crunch if it's done right at the end, uh, you know, depending or whatever. I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is months of continuous. Well, this is
2: six weeks.
0: No. This is six weeks more. Some people, as I'm saying, well, this you, is you, no, no. This read- is
2: six weeks mandatory crunch. Yes, and what, what I'm saying, Everything is
0: else. If you if you read the full Bloomberg report and as Jason Strives report several times before, there are some people there who have already been crunching for months on end.
2: By choice. Which, by choice.
0: Yes. Which
2: is why is it wrong if it's by choice then?
0: Because I I don't think it should be what if up what for if debate. if
2: somebody is but. From what do you mean it shouldn't be up for a debate? Like, if you look, if you even if an employer said, I don't want you, but they're like, No, I want to do this. Like, I want to let me, work let me, extra on
0: Let me put it this way like, at my work, right? So, imagine if I wanted to make a fuck ton of money and I said, I'll work 80 hours a week I don't think out you can of to. Why not? Let's say that my I don't workplace is perfect. Because,
2: so because this is a project that is you could consider as art that somebody is passionate about, <laughs> that they want to do it because they love you it. You think. Dylan isn't passionate about the work that he does. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's like if somebody is passionate about what they're doing and they love it and they're going to keep doing it, regardless of you telling them to stop.
0: then What's wrong with paid? that? Because they may as well I don't get think paid, it's paid for, good that and for and their it. mental health.
2: But what if it? But, but they saying that should that should be their choice, though. Well, I don't think it's
1: like, hey, listen, you probably shouldn't drink like twenty beers in one night, but you can
0: because it's your choice.
2: Like I don't see the problem. Yeah, but like, I understand at a bar would
0: stop you because they'd be like you're. But probably it's not if you're drink drinking at drinking. home. Well, not if you're drinking at home. Yeah, but that's.
2: <laughs> but also, it, I don't think mental health is as simple as if you do this, your mental health is screwed. Yeah, everybody is different.
0: Everyone is different. but my, my point of view. My point of view is. But everybody
1: should be treated the exact same and not crunched. Is what you're saying.
0: I'm just saying that I think any workplace has a uh, should do their best to make sure that there is no risk of. Um, because it's not about getting paid. They're like, oh, everyone on the everyone on Twitter is always like, oh, well, they're getting paid. so What's wrong with it? And I'm saying, well, that's not the point. A lot of people saying it's 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 not. I don't
2: mind the the pay isn't the problem. I don't like the for me the major problem is it being mandatory. I think is the I think if it's paid and there's choice, I don't personally have a problem with it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we're just we just haven't quite figured out how to obviously which i guess plan and make games yet. And it, i don't think it's possible. I don't i don't know if it is because i don't think you can plan exactly how a game is going to be made or how long certain things are going to take to figure out. Uh as, as long as we keep running on a cycle that requires release people to hit release dates and without release dates there's no set time in which they have to make the game so they could go forever uh continue to fine tune everything until they, it's perfect and then it never comes out. You know, it, it's a vicious cycle, really. Um, need to hire but, more
0: people then. But You've then the you money. need to
1: up the release date because you need to make the money to pay everybody quicker.
0: I don't know if that's... That, I don't know. Like, look, you're user, user falling on the side of... Logic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm no, falling on the side no. of just it isn't a blanket
2: issue where it's like... There Crunch- isn't a fix-all solution.
0: Yeah, I'm, there isn't. I'm not, a- I'm not trying to pretend I have the solution, but I'm saying that there needs to be one found.
1: Yeah, absolutely, what if- there needs to be one found. But I don't think yes, you can force everybody to stop doing something until there is an actual solution.
0: What if people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I obviously Dylan, what if
2: what if just for just for example? I just this is my cue right. Just for example. Say if I said to you, Dylan, mm-hmm. Dylan, you can only release three articles for Explosion Network in the next two days. But you really wanted to do the fourth one. And I said, sure if you want would you just stop or would you still do the fourth one? How much
1: traffic are you gonna get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <what's laughs>
0: i mean it's it's an interesting comparison because if i was at a uh if there was actually a boss of me and the explosion network actually was a a real uh company where there was, was where we had a hr department or something someone would many times probably have to tell me to fucking stop um if i was had a bit more self-control i would and should probably take more time away from uh and I don't think somebody telling you friend. to
2: stop would make you would make you stop though.
0: I was trying to find the Jason Trier tweet Fred here that I think he sums up quite well here. Here we go. This was trying to Um so Jason Stray tweeted after the article, he said, I think what a lot of folks fail to understand is that crunch isn't just a few weeks of overtime here and there. It's a culture, an atmosphere, a top-down expectation. Nights and weekends are the norm, and you certainly aren't being paid like a banker or Silicon Valley engineer. Crunch can be exhilarating, and it can be oppressive. It has ruined lives and marriages. It has pushed ca- countless people out of their, quote-unquote, dream jobs in the video game industry. If you can't wrap your head around the nuances, maybe keep your comments as to yourself. I don't know. And I think, so... But- All of that's kind of what I'm, he's wrapping up, that's what I'm kind of hinting at, which is that, let's give example A of the person you're talking about, super passionate about Cyberpunk. They want to work, they want to get the game done. But what you don't see sitting next, let's imagine you're working next to him and you're like, oh, Bobby here, he loves working. He comes into work happy every day. What you don't see is the fact that because he's working 12 hours every day, 13 hours every day, his life at home is absolutely going to shit. He's married. His relationship's going to shit, and you're going to be like, "Well, how's that my problem? How's that? How's that? The workplace's problem to make sure that his personal life." I'm is not okay? saying, but th- that's the thing.
2: But at the end of the day, it isn't the workplace's problem.
0: I think it should be. I think there should be.
2: It should be
1: their problem that how they run their personal life.
2: Yeah, like this is. It's like there's so many, you know, there's so many. Like, say if we go to a different industry, music, or where there's so many artists or actors or whatever who said, I dropped everything and ignored everything so I could do this. And a lot of times they're celebrated as, oh, you're so hardworking. You're so good at what you did. But nobody's stopping them and being like, hey, maybe you should, like, you know, focus on your relationship instead of focusing on rap music. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> <laughs> like so maybe she like, see a therapist uh Kanye is what you're yeah. saying <laughs> like like yeah it's but that's the thing it's like that's the I don't know why that is a company's like it, sure they should look the boss should say this is completely optional and uh, this is completely optional you don't have to do it all the time but it's up to the person to say yes or no I
0: think as look this I think all industries As we move forward in the future, all industries, I think, in the world are still lacking in understanding of what they need to do to provide proper, adequate care and uh, working conditions to make sure people's mental health doesn't deteriorate because we have done uh, centuries of pushing people uh, to their wits end and encouraging people to work harder and harder to achieve their dream, dream goals or achieve fucking millions and millions of dollars. And what we need to as we go forward and uh, I would say our generation moves up into higher positions at even fucking Woolworths or wherever and becomes in charge of different departments and things, things need to change about how people uh act and uh the culture that's in a workplace uh to make sure that people's mental health is put at a uh, higher regard that's how i feel that that's not just about uh, game culture I agree. that's just my feeling on every that, workplace
2: i agree that the culture around it should change like i don't like that you know in jessica's rise tweet that it's top down and it's expected and um all that stuff around it i don't that culture needs to go away but I still think there's a positive place where cult, where crunch can be well not positive but more
0: look everyone works overtime uh, everyone who's worked it, in any job I, has worked a period of overtime I'm not saying that doesn't and should not happen like overtime happens in all aspects of jobs um I just like even in my job right so there there was a period in my first couple of years when I started my at my job job my actual real job not explosion network um my first couple of years when I started there where you know, because I wanted to make sure that my boss liked me and, you know, I could I could start getting more hours and so forth. There'd be times where he would be, you know, hint at wanting something done by the end of the shift. And to get it done, I would end up staying behind at work for an extra half hour to an hour unpaid. And I was doing that from a point of view of him being like, hey, you should do this. And like, I did it because I wanted to move up in the workplace to get more hours to please him right so that that is my comparison i can have to the tales that we hear about in video game crunch culture type stuff right and i think that wasn't on and i shouldn't have done that and it shouldn't be expected that you should have to do that and the thing is that my like my parents generation if i was to tell that to my parent my mom or whoever that's like oh that's normal that's what you should do and that's because we've had years and years and years and years of that's how People expect workplaces to work. And I'm saying that's not how they should fucking work. It's wrong. And just, to, just because something's normal doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah,
1: you know? but you can't expect the culture and the system to change overnight.
0: I'm not. I'm just saying that every time it comes up, we should go, Oi! Fuck face. Wrong. Especially when someone blatantly says it's never going to happen in this case. But... He said, but we're not going made a- to do this. And then he did it. So now everyone on the internet has the right to go, Oi, you fucking lied. I mean, that's what it boils down to. He said he wasn't going to no, do it. No, he said
1: he's okay with the person not work working 10 till 6. He didn't say we're not going to do crunch within
2: that quote.
0: In the- He told him saying something- He said, if
2: I'm... I have kids Wasn't all... it what we trying to avoid it? or Avoid mandatory crunch or something? Like,
0: it was... He reckons they were going to change the entire culture, whatever. Which, I know, other studios like Naughty Dog have also said that. But change. the thing
2: is, you... The thing is, their intention might have been, but... At the end of the day, being realistic, like... Intentions change, where it's like, well, fuck, we kind of can't... We have to do this. Like, we can't avoid this right now. Yeah, so he
0: takes it let Unless
1: they delay the game, which...
0: Again, the pretty Look, massive the only reason I, 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 they could delay, yeah. But the thing is, right? So they're doing an extra couple of weeks. Really, if you if you boil it down, they could just del- delay it to December, like potentially. Like the the amount of extra crunch it seems is necessary is only is only just to to reach a certain goal. Where they could. Li- the thing is, though, if you delay it to December, people's then people's idea of oh, we can we can do
2: more work on this thing, like we can just extending people who were doing crunch previously. Like that we can do more. We can fix more of this game now. Because we've got more time to fix it. They're not gonna it's they're a not, vicious gonna keep it. vicious it's not gonna cycle. Vicious cycle be Yeah, it's not gonna be an easy entirely episode. Vicious cycle. <laughs> a vicarious vicious cycle.
0: Look, I've, I every time this comes up, obviously <laughs> I'm on my own fucking I'm out here and waiting around on my fucking raft by myself. Um so as we move. No, on you to-
1: just you're just expecting better from people and me and Kieran are super realistic. <laughs>
0: how that, how, fu- how fucking dare i <laughs> um but one other thing i'll say before before i move on there's one comment you i don't care if you agree or disagree but one comment that pisses me off caught that i've seen thrown around a lot is oh uh you should be happy that you're working on a triple a game and you have your dream job so you should just shut the fu- basically shut the fuck up and, and do the do the work you should be happy you've got your dream job which is uh i i say suck a fuck on that one as well I don't, I don't care but if you. Nobody care if you're, from
1: City Project Reds complaining. <laughs> so who are they saying that to? <laughs> who are they saying? It to? I,
0: yeah, but, like that's the same. Like imagine if you was working on like a, a major Marvel blockbuster and you you were like, so, here's the thing, because it, it's that attitude is the reason that people don't understand how uh certain people fucking end up killing themselves i'm going to be super honest that's that's how those comments make make me feel like uh you know like when you hear that super rich celebrities who people thought were super happy all the time and and th- and then when they um then when they th- these people you find out obviously had a lot of mental health problems or was super depressed and they end up killing themselves and people are was like oh well that well, i don't know what, what could they have to be unhappy about they had such a a rich and powerful life and had the the best dream job and all this it's the same sort of fucking shitty attitude i think is is, is what that is and what, what what it makes me feel like so yeah suck a fuck on that one i say anyway let's move on uh come argue with me about the next topic so report warner brubbs games president <laughs> says transphobe jk reilly has the right to hold her opinions oh uh, as jason blue jason tries blue <laughs> Bloomberg station Shire reports, here he is again, uh, had, had, had Dad, uh, Who was the, uh, what is his actual fucking role here? Actually, what's it say? I no, know. He's the head of Warner Brothers games, anyway. Uh, was asking an internal Q&A today about the widespread criticism of rolling over her public and toxic transphobic views, which have been condemned by everyone up to, and including Harry Potter stars, Daniel Radcliffe, and Watson. Uh, given the fact that Warner Brothers is currently working on a big new Harry Potter game, his answer may not surprise you. Uh, he said... Do you want to read the whole fucking thing? No, that's that's, six like Uh Not let I can comment on other than since we didn't get so many questions, I want to be responsive to this way I could. The way I like to think of. Sorry. The way I think I'd like to do it is I'd like to echo something you've heard from our most senior executive leadership. While well, J.K. Rowling is the creator of Harry Potter, and we are bringing that to light that to life with the power of port key in many places. She's a private citizen also. And that means she's entitled to express her personal opinion on social media. I may not agree with her and I might not agree with her stance on a range of topics, but I can all can agree that she has the right to hold her opinions. Um, so, uh, yeah, this guy can suck a a big fuck. Um, my my stance on this is, is, is fucking pretty start and center, which is that, um, holding transphobic views is not an opinion the same as holding racist views aren't an opinion there is a as far as i'm concerned there is a clear right and wrong and um if if someone was peddling racist views we've kind of come far enough in society at this point that everyone go oi, that's fucking racist but there was a period in history where people would have said that's an opinion if you go back like 100 years people would be like that's an opinion you can have to be racist that's okay to say if you want to be racist so now we're at a point where we're trying to uh move the rights forward and of another group of people and now apparently holding transphobic views is an opinion uh say fuck this dude fuck off into a hole right so anyone what, what come on come at me come on i'm fucking put come on what do you got ash
1: what do you got? I think the dictionary defi- definition would disagree, but I get your sentiment. Uh, <laughs> I think this is purely the Warner Brothers guy trying to cover his ass and pretty much say, hey, we're doing this game. We can't control JK Rowling. She's going to say whatever the fuck she wants. There's nothing we can do about it, unfortunately. It- That's the sentiment he was trying to get across.
0: No, uh, without you swearing. Can, you can, he can come out and go.
1: Without pissing her off as well. Uh, and her potentially taking her
2: ball and going home.
0: Well, she should take her bowl and fuck off into a hole as well, so Karen, what do you got?
2: I I agree with you in sentiment. Like it's 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 a business like I just it's Warner Brothers in a shit's position no matter what there is. And you know, this guy you wouldn't release this statement without knowing that everybody's just gonna be pissed off with you anyway. But what's better, them just not saying anything at all? They can't come out and condemn JK Rowling.
0: They should though. But they can't. But they should. But, but they, 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 they just can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, look, I, I've seen, look, I saw a lot of people on Twitter who were, I guess, fence sitters on this game at some point. Um, this comment actually pushed them into the definitely not buying this game, so, which I found quite interesting to see because, you know, ov- obviously when the game was announced, there was, there was a group of people that were straight away like, Fuck this game! I'm not buying it. There are a bunch of people in the middle that were like, "Yeah, well, you know, like I, I love Harry Potter. She's not tr- involved. I'll probably still buy it." And then I've seen a lot, a lot of those people, a lot, a few people I follow who were in that camp. Um, after this comment, basically go, "No, fuck this shit! I'm not buying this game." Which I found interesting that this was the the comment to push them over the the line. And I can understand it to a degree because, yeah, as I'm saying transphobic isn't it's not, it's not it's not it's not really an opinion you can't racist and have an opinion that's uh, i mean this is what this is what trump's america does to people they think it's okay to be um a fuck face listen fair.
1: i would say uh like don't make a decision too early uh you know 2020 has been an interesting year anything can happen um you know people who thought they were immune to certain things uh, Potentially weren't immune to them things, and yeah,
0: we can only uh, we can only hope yeah. Trump will die soon. Turn me know, on here. Twitter is Karma's a bitch,
1: uh, and and she gets what she wants.
0: <laughs> um, and the last one, because it's been a week of it. There's been fuck all real news stories, but every every naughty game developer loves to to stick one out. Uh, Kotaki writes, one in four Ubisoft employees witnessed or experienced misconduct internal survey finds. Earlier today, Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmont updated his employees about a recent company-wide survey regarding the starts of reforms of following a summer of complaints about harassment, misconduct and other systemic, systemic issues at the Global Video Game publisher. He did so in a message that was shared with Kotaki, not by cur- current employees, but by Ubisoft PR. In the message, Gilmont points out that 25% of anonymous res- Respondents to the summer survey reported witnessing or experiencing misconduct firsthand. In addition, one in five respondents said that they didn't feel, quote, fully respected or safe in a work environment. Ubisoft says the survey was conducted by an independent research firm. Um, All I got to say on this one is I'm not surprised after everything we've we've heard and has come out about Ubisoft, but holy fuck is 25% a high number of a, like, respondent survey. Like, one in five Ubisoft employees says they don't feel safe at work. W- that is fucking disgusting is, is all I have to, to really say in this one, you know? Like, I, I don't I don't see how this is good press at all. Like, and I don't see how... I guess they put it out and they're like, oh, look, you know, like, but this is what we're going to be fixing and blah, 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 but it's not now currently way we're looking at them, and this is following on from last week when um or last week or the week before i don't think i talked about it but michelle uh Michelle the the head dude of beyond good and evil left uh production and everyone was like all right that was a bit weird and then like four or five days later then there was a there was a report that came out and said that the reason he actually left was because he got uh reports of misconduct or whatever placed against him and he was like no no that's nothing to do with it i just happened to leave because reasons because things and also it's not completely related but nonetheless um anyway not good look for ubisoft they continue to look looking forward to their last uh ubisoft forward whenever they they put that out to see if uh they can work out how to fucking edit the actual um message at the start of the production and not upload it to twitter an hour beforehand and say they they can't put it into the video love that michelle and sells over there uh, fucking uh, yeah sorry use gilmont's over there trying to work out how to use my uh, windows movie maker what champion loves it do you have any comments on this one anyone <laughs> no no i no. think
1: it's pretty straightforward yeah it's a pretty shitty situation and uh oh, look, we're, on, we're on board for one they're moving the people <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you supposed to say this one <laughs> i don't <No>. know <laughs> this this uh culture of harassing people you know it's helped make their games the good i was waiting for you to be past. like yeah Dylan, look, one
0: in five but what about those four other people they they love their job I mean, obviously. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like 80 percent of people enjoying their jobs that's pretty high you know you know 80 percent of people enjoying that crunch yeah uh, they're really happy that's true
0: not a See, crunch also, not too bad not a bad not a bad chocolate bar. there you go
1: <laughs>
0: that was a joke <laughs> Um, all right, then the only opportunity two new stories got this week is A, Target cancelled my Xbox So what a, what a bunch of cunts they were um, How many Xboxes you got left? Two, but so they, they Fuck this story So the email they send <laughs> Hi Dylan Unfortunately your order has been cancelled due to insufficient insu- insu- stock The thing that pissed me off the most about this is A couple of days prior Because trying to be all super safe I emailed them and said hello i'm aware you've had a huge influx of xbox series x pre-order, pre-orders and we're telling some customers their orders had to be cancelled are you able to confirm if my order will be fulfilled and i'll be able to pick up the console on release day at my local store and then someone replied hi there your order will be processed and you'll be able to pick it up from your local store at release date we apologize for your inconveniences only for two days later to get hi unfortunately your order has been cancelled due to insufficient stock fuck off what a
1: load of shit yeah, they should, they, I'm sure that was like a pre-standard answer, but they should have not said They yes. should have said, should have hi, have said, we're not sure, we're, or... Yes. Yeah. Unless they could guarantee, they shouldn't have said yes. That's pretty shitty.
0: And then it came out, I think a couple of days after this, was that more people were getting pre-emails, uh, and their emails were saying, oh, uh, yeah, look, uh, maybe, maybe you'll get your console. So then it went from them canceling some people to saying maybe. So this whole pr- this whole next gen console pre order cycle continues to be a a giant clusterfuck, as far as I'm concerned. And the, the, the other thing, yeah. who
1: knew so many people wanted consoles? It's disgusting. Consoles, really. The demand high.
0: People have too much money. Everyone, I thought the well, it was in a recession or whatever. It's apparently not. <laughs> um, another thing annoying. So I have two. Everyone's made everyone. Oh, you know, Dylan, you're trying to pre order these fucking Xboxes to to sell them on eBay, are you? No. This is why I pre order on my Xboxes because they're constantly trying to fuck me left, right, and center. So I have one pre order of an Xbox left at JB, which is supposedly for the launch day period. But as we've been over previously with JB's pre orders, what you actually brought was a $50 fucking lotto ticket, which I mean, I, I, I don't mean to alarm anyone, but we're, we're a, a, monthful... a
1: refundable $50. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: We're we're a month away from the Xbox, right? So this comes out on the fifth or the tenth. The the, yeah. the the console Xbox is out on the tenth of November. So we're about a month away. And we still have no idea when J B is actually gonna message the us and go, Hey, you good? Like is it is it gonna be literally the day before, the week of? You know what I mean? Like
2: Well, it's like I went to speak to um my local eb yesterday about the secondary orders for after release day and they're like come back in november and ask us i was like oh okay i'm I'm, sure
1: it could just be a matter of they don't actually know yeah
2: there's a good chance they don't have a number yet where it's like because even though there was you know there was news reports that xbox has gone into make extra for launch day at the moment they've gone into overdrive hopefully that region isn't in crunch at the moment (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's fine once every seven
1: years i mean it's not that bad don't get me started right (laughs) (laughs) they should just delay the launch is what you're saying right
0: probably i mean let's be honest in a lot of ways this console launch should have (laughs) projected been pushed to look i i completely out of selfish reasons want the ps5 to come out but I, every time i saw someone write a, a, an article that was like we should probably delay next-gen consoles my head was like i mean probably i want it but time. probably i mean there's a global pandemic you're probably overworking. <laughs> I, like You're not going to have enough. People are going to rush out the shops in America to pick up their consoles when they probably should just be staying home. Like That increases the chance for this spread. Like, all in all, I think this is a terrible idea, but we're doing it nonetheless. Let's all just die for the PS5s. Let's do it. Who's, who's out there? But No, everyone will be wearing masks now that fucking Trump's got it. Yes, oh, it's enjoy. real now. Double mask. It's real now. <laughs> <laughs> Our fucking White Knight got it. It must be real.
1: Listen, I only got it to prove to all of my supporters <laughs> that it's actually a thing.
0: I've injected enough bleach into my eyeballs. It's gone. It's gone. I can bleach. Fucking bleach is number one cool. <laughs> I can imagine all these people in <laughs> America just injecting bleach because the president said it worked for him. Fuck me. Um, yeah, no. I, I kind of that when that these, these. So I've got, I've got JB left for day one, Xbox, right? And then I've got uh, second wave EB games, if that one fails.
2: Seems. Ombre, mm. Ombre,
0: and my PS5s that remain is Day One EB and Day One JB. What well, we'll see, we'll we'll see what happens. And I think you find I think the EB one is fine. Like the EB one is the reliable. It one. better fucking be because I'm saying if I miss out, given how EB early I was in one. there, I'll be like
2: JB is the JB no because I think EB closed its pre-orders like so much quicker and so much sooner than JB. Did. Mm is the only reason and then part of me is like yeah it's still that you know it's not like nobody went to JB I feel, still feel like there's a decent portion of people went to JB so I guess just mm-hmm. gets me feeling that maybe EB's have just for once been a little bit more realistic about Com- their console numbers
0: than maybe they JB had a better guess. idea of allocations possibly I'll tell you what though well
1: they, it was easier to shut down because it went, everybody wasn't coming at the one time yeah
0: uh, if we if we don't if JB doesn't start sending out uh stuff i think they should be sending out this shit like 2 weeks prior in my L- imo
1: yeah so we have two weeks to wait
0: yeah i th- i think if they i think if they're sending out messages a week before to people especially if if they're going to tell a bunch of these people like hey you've missed out and it's a week before that is just fucking shit especially if people don't have backup well, pre-orders I mean, <laughs> like imagine being
1: but that- i mean what are they going to do i mean
2: it's not like they can go buy a console somewhere else, so. No, they can't. But the thing is, as well, there's got to be for. Are you saying not do pre-orders until two weeks? No, like
0: news? JB send out. Okay. Not confirmed. Like in yes. two weeks' time, I want by by two weeks' time from now, I want them to have messaged and should. I, I hope they've sorted out how much allocation of stock they've got. Like I I think if they if they're only going to know how much allocation of stock they've got what, a week before I think that's piss poor I I don't, I don't I, and I suppose that wouldn't just be their fault that would be uh that would uh, be Xbox and Sony and fucking I don't know who else like to to blame there but I still think it's just piss poor that people would have to find out the week of especially people who aren't in the know as much as us imagine imagine getting a pre order down at JB not being in the know as much as us and thinking you're good to go, not reading the fine print, and then getting a, a message like the week of, and being like, oh, what the fuck? Especially if he was planning to buy it as a present for family or something like that. like uh, it's just Obviously, there's nothing you can do. I just think to get that close, it would just be so disappointing for, for a bunch of people. I think it would just be fucking shit. Um, last news story I had, it's finally happening, everywhere. Apex Legends is getting cross-play. So... <laughs> It starts, on. I can't remember the date. and doesn't have a year. It starts soon. Uh, 10th of October or something? No, 10th of. Sounds about right. It's next week. Anyway, whenever it is. If, I'm sure it'll pop up here soon. Uh, so players will be able to jump up and party with PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Origin, and then Steam once Apex Legends w- launches on Steam because it is coming to Steam as well. Cross-platform play is enabled by default. Of course, you can turn it on. Uh, you'll then be able to add friends in apex legends from your any any platform you can add them pc xbox friends whatever i suppose they get added as a i suppose you'd get an origin friends list is how that would be work it'd be tracking them all through that way something along those lines um and everyone's gonna have their own icons, blah blah it is beta so cross-platform play is gonna have in-game voice chat uh and then the other thing they say is cross-platform play does not mean cross-progression but they did write, while we do believe this is a valuable feature, it's unfortunately not available for Apex Legends at this time. However, we will t- talk more about this at our Steam launch later this year. I'm keen for cross-progression cross because plat- uh, cross that is, means that there's more likely a chance that I could, when it comes out to Switch, be like, oh, I'll give it a go. And you know, being able to jump in and try it out on the Switch when it launches and being able to have all my shit unlocked is... Is obviously a, a a good selling point. A plus. Yep. Yeah. Key question now, Kieran is: Are you gonna are you gonna try and jump back in on cross cross platform?
2: Yeah, I come play. I'll come play with you guys when you know you, you don't have somebody else in your party. I'll hopefully come jump in and play on my PC.
0: You're talking about Buddy Watson from Radio Watson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about Buddy Watson. get rid of him now.
2: Get rid of him so he doesn't just doesn't take up a party spot. All Look, right. Some Nazis. Explosion Network. Some playing
0: Rocket League yeah <laughs> whatever the hell else done. But no this i think this is going to be exciting obviously to see what happens um i'm going to be intrigued to see obviously me and Asha talking about how the the cross-platform in Star Wars squadrons has signs of you know times where it's obviously annoying it's gonna be quite interesting to see if you know we jump in and we're getting our asses handed to us by pc players or or if we, it's not going to feel that unbalanced or if they're going to. Call of Duty's been doing it for a while now, at least. No,
1: yeah. It seems yeah. like the console people will be all grouped together and you'll only play against PC players if you're grouped with a. If you've got a PC person in your squad. Or there's fuck
0: all people playing, which. I See, this is the thing that's going to. That, I don't think that'll ever be an issue. Ranked. <laughs> that's my key point. That's true. Yeah. So ranked is the. Because ranked in Australia, often if you try and play that too late at night, you'll just find no one to play on. Um, ps4 with uh if you try and play it like midday i've always found that to be the the best time point like in the afternoon for ranked but if you have crossplay enabled and then you've got crossplay enabled for ranked then i can see a lot more pc xbox or have people getting matched with you simply to fill the the player numbers which i suppose would be cool because then we can play the ranked more more often but am i not going to want to play it more often because we're fucking losing horribly to people you know like what's the I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm scared or happy with this this feature, you know. But time shall te- 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 tell. Um, well they'll they'll do it, they'll do it. So update for episode one hundred. I've locked in a Whoa. uh yeah. I fucking forgot as I I've got to say that what did I say October? Wait, before we get into this,
1: yeah. Can I just say, did you see the new trailer for um, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit? No, it's probably terrible.
0: Uh, yeah, no,
2: the no.
0: Yes, I saw they put out trailer. Yes, I saw they put out a whole bunch of new features. And no, I wasn't gonna bring it up because every time Dylan doesn't every want time to be we wrong brought again. it up, like, we've I think argued about Mario Kart Live for fifteen to twenty minutes, <laughs> which is a lot of time spent arguing about Mario Kart Live when I think we spent about that much time arguing about Crunch. And I'm not sure if Mario Kart Live and Crunch are like on the <laughs> the same. Um, <laughs> The the same path there
1: Just wanted So people know You weren't shirking it You know You weren't Bowing
2: down No 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 you know. Let me,
0: let me let It's only two weeks away Yeah let me tie that in So Mario, uh, Mario Kart Live Releases on the 16th Friday the 16th of October, you know what else is happening on Friday, the sixteenth of October. We need to move. We
2: need to move episode one hundred. <laughs> we need to move. We can't have episode one
0: hundred. That. No, <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> the same day. I won't uh, that. So <laughs> Friday, the,
2: pre-stream <laughs> Friday,
0: October sixteenth of October. Lock in your calendars, everyone. Seven thirty p.m. Arcade Couch live at Twitch.tv/slash Explosion Network. As we've said previously, debating the top twenty-five games of the generation we have, have uh, put our short list together um i may chuck up the shortlist. i don't know what i'm doing but more stuff lock in that time 7 30 p.m october friday 16th of october will i be talking about mario kart life home circuit in this in this episode it seems very likely we'll be talking about uh, any of a debate that's happened on that day It seems highly unlikely since that probably is not going to go ahead. Well, this is the know. more important debate. <laughs> we will be replacing the presidential debate. Listen, that was supposed Sekiro to happen. <laughs> was the
1: top game of this generation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best at it. I'm the best at the Souls 100%. games. I only parry. <laughs> Platinum trophy. Platinum trophy, dude. I beat the I beat the old Hunter's DLC twice. I beat it twice. <sighs> That's my impression of Trump's fucking horrible. Breathing shit he does on the mic. Oh love that no, I hate it. it. Sound like freaking from all the cocaine, I don't believe. yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Anyway, that'll do it for this week's episode of uh <laughs> RK Couch. Uh thank you for joining us next week's episode 99. Next next week's the week after that. Friday Friday, October 16th, 7:30 p.m. Twitch.tv slash explosion network. Until next week at our regularly scheduled Monday schedule, though we will see you then. All right, boy. don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can find more great shows like this and more content over at explosionnetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our ko-fi page by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash support thanks for listening